Hello and welcome back to another episode of Tuesdays with Mummy, a show where I Tejas get together with my mother Kala and chat about the happenings in our lives. Amma's been away for the past 2 weeks so it's really good to have her back on the podcast. Say hello to your crowd Amma. Hello everyone. Thank you so much Tejas. I'm pretty excited to talk today too and be back. I'm Kala and thank you all for joining us again. So Appa has beautifully explained what travel means. uh during the last two episodes stepping out of your comfort zone stepping out of what we call as home and so continuing with the subject stages of travel let us talk about our solo flights today the excitements adventures the apprehensions my first flight was to dubai after marriage and i had butterflies and knots in my stomach i was newly married my fears also could not be visibly expressed because there was a big crowd coming with me all the way from pune to mumbai to bid me farewell in laws parents uncles so it was uh, quite a memorable journey first journey uh, that i undertook flight uh but i still had to appear confident because i was in the stage of creating impressions with the newly extended family that now i now had so more than the nervousness i was pretty excited with the entire process uh, which continues to be each time i take a flight even now i am excited about the discoveries i make during the journey and the new learnings that it offers at every opportunity so tejas when you were 5 years anil and i were quite surprised when you wanted to have a flight ticket to bangalore as birthday gift and you were vehement and adamant to make sure that you wanted to travel alone and didn't want either of us to accompany you uh we were quite convinced about after our discussion with emirates where they explained to us the security concerns regarding unaccompanied passengers minors minors that they take care of and we finalized the trip all of us were expect uh, were quite apprehensive your grandparents uh, we and uh, of course the your aunties uncles everyone back home but we had full confidence in your ability uh, to be independent what memories of the trip do you have um i i can't quite fully recall actually asking for the ticket but i think it came out of the fact that i knew how difficult it was for both of you to get holidays because for the past 4 years until that point or okay i of course don't remember the ones from when i was 1 and 2 but when i was 3 and 4 i remember how it used to be like difficult to get vacations from work and then manage who will take care of me in the meanwhile and it was it was a huge thing like it felt like it was this big responsibility thrust upon you to take care of me and i didn't <laughs> I want to feel like i gave you that impression <laughs> i i don't know it just i think more than you giving me the impression that it was a burden it was the burden of taking holidays from work because at that time laws were still pretty strict with yeah. respect to how passports were controlled and things um and i think there was a there was also this adventurous desire of yeah i can i just want to be alone for some time cuz it ended up becoming two months of me getting my own space away from both of you then i remember obviously the entire unaccompanied minor experience 
meeting the air hostess in the UM lounge and then being given that unaccompanied minor badge and then them parading us around everywhere we used to cut all queues there was no queue that used to stop us from doing whatever we wanted i didn't have a phone at the time so i remember using the uh, pay phone so putting in mandiram and calling you and i did that even at the bangalore airport i remember putting in a couple of rupees and calling home to say i'm okay and i had the number written at the back of my boarding pass which is how i knew what the number was uh i also remember having three other passengers on my first unaccompanied minor flight and we used to i mean emirates obviously had to give us lots of things to entertain ourselves so they gave us a coloring book they gave us plush toys uh we got to watch movies the entire time then we got the kids meal instead of the regular meal so there was juice and all of these fun fun things and then uh i, I mean it was just a it was just a ball of course then comes the most fun part which is when ajay and tata used to pick me up from the airport so they used to pick me up from bangalore airport and i remember coming out sitting on the suitcases and seeing them and them not recognizing me not recognizing them for a second uh and then ultimately recognizing them and going into tata's van ajay getting that horrible tomato juice i don't know whose idea it was to get i don't know it was ah, it was tomato juice she used to give every, and it's like she didn't learn i told her on the first trip i don't like this tomato juice and every time she used to get that same dirty tomato juice every single time she used to put lemon in it or something and say ha ah, very good for health very good for health uh, i don't know then going home to basveshwar nagar overall it was just a lot of bubbled excitement and you're right i think the the taking the trips alone definitely gave me a huge sense of independence from a very very young age but also a huge sense of adventure i were i mean i feel ready to travel pretty much any time whenever someone says okay let's go it's only my own inertia that prevents me from actually enacting on it but i i'm i'm quite comfortable traveling yeah you make me feel as though we didn't pamper you enough at home so you all <laughs> this extra attention <laughs> Uh, so let's talk about some adventures on the solo flights that we have had um my first thrilling flight adventure was then we traveled to italy uh, i guess this was briefly mentioned uh, in the last episode as well i had to travel dubai rome and then change the terminal to catch the connecting flight to florence this was way back in 2003 uh, when the mobile communication was highly limited transactions was heavily done in euro currency and most importantly the language spoken was mainly italian and and there was no duolingo so you no. couldn't learn, no learn quickly no. Yeah. and not many uh, italians could speak english as well it was not yet global uh, that way yeah and to my luck or bad luck whatever you call it the dubai rome flight got delayed the flight landed late so thereby i missed the next flight and i can still vividly recollect the chaos and the headstim of the hours that followed i was desperate there were thousands of passengers in the airport terminal and there was not a single person who could speak english everyone i could i would meet to he would just nod his head and point at the other person uh i started becoming quite nervous i did not know french also except bonjour or uh, sava 
that's all bonjour that's it <laughs> my uh, limited thing and uh, i also realized with the passing time uh, that anil was waiting at the florence airport to pick me up so it was important for me to communicate to him about the delayed flight and my cell phone could not make international calls so and the public booths needed coins again a language barrier i remember feeling really really desperate and helpless and started uh, walking into each and every shop in the duty terminal there at the airport finally i managed to catch one gentleman who completely understood my predicament was extremely helpful in making sure uh, that i get my next flight booked to florence and also make the necessary calls to anil uh and after that was the next challenge to reach a different terminal in rome rome at that time had three terminals a b and c i had landed in terminal a and the domestic flights were from terminal c so i had to take an express coach from terminal a to c uh, which was after all this comparatively easy <laughs> this was my first adventure as a solo passenger has there been any adventures for you I don't think I've ever gone through anything as adventurous as you have. Obviously, because until I was maybe twelve, all my flights were unaccompanied minor flights, and then after that, I mean, I'd been through the process so much. I was very, very comfortable with things. Um, this is obviously an adventure and a half, to be honest. I don't know what I would have done if I was in your situation, because I also, I mean, of course, the comparative advantage is that now there's so much internet access and. life is just a lot easier but it's still pretty scary i think at that point to to not be able to communicate um regarding adventures i think the most adventurous thing that has happened is that i have gone to go i've gotten to go and see the cockpit of the flight at mid flight and had a good chat with the pilots and hung out this is also an advantage of being an unaccompanied minor you get the opportunity to ask for things and they just do whatever they can to make you happy because they're scared that you'll become sad and they don't want you to be sad so um i i asked once if i could go and this was actually on appa's suggestion appa suggested why don't you go see the cockpit and this was when we were in the ground i remember thinking that would be really cool and i went and i saw the cockpit and saw all the instrumentation they had and my best friend and i used to go to children city in dubai a lot at that age we used to go I think almost once every two months, his parents used to take us to Children's City, and we used to go and we used to fly the flight simulator over there in Children's City, and seeing that the actual cockpit looked exactly like the flight simulator one was just mind-boggling to me. I thought this was the coolest thing in the world, and I don't know if you remember at that point, I had these huge dreams of being an automobile engineer. I had these massive dreams of becoming a car designer and doing automobile engineering and just working on F1 cars. At that age itself, I wanted to just do car work. And ultimately, when I think that dream fizzled, it became aeronautical engineering after some time. Mm. That was just because of this experience. The other adventure is the food thing that I try to get away with every time. So invariably, this Dubai to India flight serves bengal. I don't know if you've noticed it. This they always serve bengan or okra, and it's very frustrating because every time when you see bengan, I'm like, please, not today. I don't want bengan, and there's no other vegetarian option usually kept apart from that bengan thing. And otherwise, you have to eat plain rice. So um, 
you now i started doing like off late i started doing this thing where i put in allergy to bengan because i am genuinely allergic to bengan and uh, the nice pleasant surprises is that they have to give you something because they can't give you bengan so you end up getting treats from first class i got pasta once which i was very excited by once they sent back pizza from first class which i was also very excited by so my my solo flights have been very very smooth sailing so far and i hope that continues for a long time no mm. adventures nothing obviously most stressful solo flight uh is has been bangalore to london in the middle of the pandemic wearing mask shield falling asleep in the middle of too much stress it was but uh, yeah good fun mm good so now let's come to uh some apprehensions of these flight journeys uh there was this one return trip uh, from bangalore to dubai uh the vacation was quite hectic uh, and this concluded with my cousin's wedding which meant sleepless nights lots of funs with cousins and adding to that there was a small mishap with lens which we had spoken about earlier so i ended up at the airport for a late evening flight totally exhausted and tired with the uh, festivities and promptly after check uh, check in i dozed off luckily i was seated in the area allocated for that particular flight and i was woken up by the crew and was requested to board <laughs> it was quite embarrassing i was the last person to board and um, you know this fear is something that i carry with me each time and it's quite real because during the last year lockdown one passenger missed a connecting flight from dubai uh, because he fell asleep and just afterwards a decision was taken for border controls and the poor guy was stranded in the terminal for one full month so i have been extra careful to fall asleep only when i'm seated and belted and put the wake up for food sticker on the seat i yeah my gosh i have lots to say about this <laughs> continue and what apprehensions do you carry i mean the biggest thing is so i hate traveling with you i don't know if you've noticed i've i've never liked traveling with you 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 irritate me every time we're at the airport appa is very chill okay cuz him and i both like going to places early because once you're there you can do whatever the hell you want so i mean when appa and i travel we reach the gate we'll reach the boarding gate we'll know exactly where it's supposed to be and then we'll do whatever we want like he leave me to go around the airport free wheeling roam around travel you on the other hand like doing parampara airport travel shopping without knowing where the gate is located which gate you're supposed to be at then you like obviously window shopping will do nicely across duty free and then you like going to bathroom at last second when they say boarding announcement final call and all you'd be like i'm going like auntie why why you have to do this and that too see when it's someone else you can be like oh why are they doing this they should be careful you are my mother i can't just leave you like for me that's why I'm... i take that advantage when i'm alone i don't <laughs> abba it's it's too bad it is it's so frustrating last minute you'll wait until i would have gone come been ready that's why last time i got so it's angry with you i don't know if stages i don't know if you remember i went off i boarded i said leave you come on your own time i'm going on to the plane the plane left you i would have just said ha huh, leave it's okay no problem she missed her flight 
this sleeping incident also full scary you are i don't have any apprehensions as such with travel i think i'm not too worried about missing flights because i've come close a couple of times because i haven't been paying attention to gate changes so that's my fault completely and worst case catch the next flight like i mean tell them you missed your flight catch the next flight communicate figure it out yeah i mean that's one thing i'm pretty comfortable with my apprehension is losing luggage i hate the thought that your luggage can get lost mid flight because it seems so simple like when you think about it procedurally they check you in your bag is supposed to get routed to your plane and then come from your plane back to you it's not that complex but when you think about how many, the scale at which these airports handle passenger luggage it's humongous and i am very attached to my belongings i mean i'm trying to be a less a little less attached to material belongings but i'm definitely attached to a lot of things and i always fear that something's going to happen with luggage like some luggage will not come out or some luggage will be delayed or maybe they lost my luggage i thought about that even when i landed in london i was like what if they lose one of my bags now it'd be terrible for them to do because british airways i mean i didn't fly british airways i was on air india but british airways has this history of losing people's luggages and it happened to a lot of people here in cambridge so it was a it was definitely something i was thinking about and all of this actually stems from a very early childhood memory of uh, i don't know if you remember when we went to charles de gaulle airport in france mm-hmm. uh mm-hmm. uh so we had the black delsi bag the huge oh, black yeah. delsi bag that i possess mm-hmm. it's gray black it was it was my suitcase mm-hmm. um and i mean this is one of the things that appa did that i thought was super sweet every time he used to buy luggage one of them had to come to me like it was this is stages of suitcase and i remember from a very young age you asking for permission when you had to use it and that continues even today like we're all very respectful of the fact that this suitcase belongs to them because we've pretty much been living out of suitcases traveling around uh, to places um so what i remember is that some other man picked up our luggage and i saw it from the corner of my eye and i remember running towards him and you both following me because you realized that that guy had picked up our luggage and then we asked him and he gave back the luggage thankfully but that was like a a bit of a panic moment for sure because yes yes was- definitely and it was quite observant of you to notice it Yeah, I don't know how I picked it up or what it was, but it was just yeah, I was I was very grateful to have spotted that. So I think that's where that apprehension comes from. Hmm. So here's a question: Do you like solo flights or family trips? Solo flights, without a doubt. I'm a I'm a solo flight kind of guy. Uh, of course, I enjoy family trips. I mean, Appa and I spoke about how much family trips have meant to us over the last couple of years. I love spending time with our family. but um at this age where i am i'm not the most compromising person i'm a little rigid with what i want and how i want things to be and i don't know i sort of i mean i always feel like i i don't end up getting exactly what i want and this was true even when we were planning the africa trip where i was like why africa why you take me to kenya i want to go to singapore or something i was more excited to go to like a metro not to africa initially um so definitely solo flights for that reason just right now 
I think they serve very different purposes in my life. I also really like solo flights because of the alone time it gives you. Uh, so on my solo flight this time, for example, back from from Ahmedabad to Bangalore when I was leaving for the last time, this was almost a year ago. So I can't say recently, 16th March, uh, 17th March when I left campus. Um, I remember listening to a podcast and just like breaking out into tears because of the podcast on the flight. And it was not a cause for concern for anyone. And it was just me experiencing my own emotions in the middle of the flight, which I was very comfortable with. I think the flight feels like a very safe space to do all of this. So that's my thing. What about you? Solo flights or family trips? Family trips, no? No, no. Any day solo flights. Yeah? (laughs) Oh, what a surprise. Your mother is going to feel so bad when she listens to this episode. She's going to feel so bad. How much you make her travel to come see you and you give her so many opportunities. I thought you definitely say so uh, family trips. No, but it's like I completely agree with what you say in giving the me time uh, for ourselves during the journey. And because there is so much to discover uh, about our own self, our strengths, our weaknesses, like how welcoming we are when we meet strangers and strike up a conversation. Uh, though I'm okay uh, with others, but I still hesitate to uh, talk to the person who is going to be seated next to him because I'm also a little bit wary that there is going to be that intrusion to privacy and uh, they may not allow me to sleep whenever I want. So I kind of quite hesitate uh, to start off conversations with my next uh, seated neighbor. But most importantly, I believe that as age progresses uh, to retain the self-confidence, you know, and to be independent to the best of my ability. So taking a solo flight reiterates this confidence uh, in myself. So I would like to go on such trips more and more often. So you're basically saying that I shouldn't call Appa and you to my house together. You want to come separately. I know he'll also love it. So... (laughs) Maybe we'll take two different days to reach your place. Seriously, (laughs) jokers, you both are entirely capable of this. (laughs) My gosh. No, I mean, in that way, in our family, all three of us, we kind of respect uh, the solo flights that we undertake, right? While at the same time, enjoying the family trips. But he, I think apart from uh, business, he prefers to have a companion with him. Hmm. Whenever uh, we have traveled, uh, very much unlike you and me. So, (laughs) no, okay, the difference between, no, no, you can't say very much unlike you and me. Even I like having a companion. It just shouldn't be you. (laughs) That's all. Like, that's the only thing. It just. And I, and I thought I was the best person to be along with. Horrible. Humoring you. (laughs) Calming your apprehensions. But yeah, thank you so much for tuning in. I think this brings us to the end of the podcast. Amma, it's been great fun having you here again, and I'm looking forward to the next couple of weeks again uh, recording more podcasts. Uh, This podcast is going to be out wherever you like to listen to podcasts, whether that's Spotify, iTunes, or Apple Podcasts. Subscribe and do listen in next Tuesday for another episode of Tuesdays with Money. We'll see you then. Goodbye.